we started a series and who knows how long we'll go and it'll be different every week because there's so much about this subject we started on honor and the name of the series is called the right price i've been joking about it called the price is right but looking at that game show it really does help us to understand honor because honor is this it's finding out the true value of something Knowing the true value, not a value we think, because that's important, because if we get the price wrong, then we get the honor wrong. Are you with me? And so true honor from a biblical sense is this, knowing the correct price of something or value, and then treating it like that, its own value. And so that is hugely important. So we've started off at this verse in Romans, the 13th chapter, and we're going to kick off this week again with that same verse, Romans 13. How many of you know the Bible is the Word of God? Whether people know it or not, whether people act like it or not, the Bible is the Word of God. And so we're going to talk about today honor, but we're going to talk about why we honor and who we honor. We'll go into details in the future about this, but if a person doesn't honor the Lord or honor his things, they actually close themselves off to the great things of God. Whether God and God loves them, uh, but there, but if we honor, we actually open ourselves up to the things of God. So honor is huge, whether we know about it or not. And we could be uh, opening ourselves up to the things of God in tremendous ways, and we don't know. And we just think, wow, God just pours his blessing out on me. I don't even know why. And then there's other people who think, I don't know why I'm not seeing certain things in my life. And it could just be an underlying part of it is honor. And so we're going to look at that. Romans, the 13th chapter, and we're going to begin reading in the 7th verse. It says this, render therefore to all their due. Or we would say it like this, give to people what is due them. Do you know that is a Christian responsibility to give what is due to people? And uh, we don't determine what is due them, God does. So he even said this, uh, pay your taxes, give taxes to whom taxes are due. Even Jesus did this. Then it says, custom to whom customs are due. In other words, if there's different fees, then, then we're to pay them. Then it says this, and in the context as we look at this, he's talking about giving what is owed. Giving what is owed. What is owed? And that's what God is talking about. He's basically saying here, owe or give, pay what is owed. So what is owed? What does every Christian owe? Well, the next thing says, give honor or honor to whom honor is due. 
Well, what does it mean to give honor then to whom honor is due if we owe it and it is due? What does honor look like? What, what does honor look like? I mean, if we were invited to the White House for a dinner and um, your political affiliation was in there, so you liked it, and so you went there, and so what you would do is you would probably show up with cut-off jeans, flip-flops, a tore-up shirt, because God looks on the heart, right? But do you know the heart is reflected outwardly? And so if I went to the White House, you know, and I knew no protocol, and I just came marching in there. Well, there's protocol because it's one of the more honorable positions in the United States. It's one of the most valuable human, so to speak, positions. I mean, you, got, you have the power to push the button. You know, there, there's huge value in that office. So we would, and, the, and even the world judges that it's probably one of the most powerful positions in the world. So we would treat it a certain way. And do you know that part of these taxes you pay here, uh, pay to protect that man, or if it becomes a woman at some point, protect them while they're there. I mean, they have secret service agents and all this different stuff. And you can't just run up and say, hey, give me a high five, you know, sign my football or whatever like you can at a sporting event. I mean, there's protocol because of the honor that is due to that position. And honor is connected to value. Are you with me? And so we can learn a lot from that. Understanding the price for a human uh, to ransom them back from sin was Jesus Christ. That means God has honor, honored us by doing that. And so honor is, is everywhere whether we know it. We're, we're to honor our father and our mother. That means we're to value them, even if they're not perfect. Amen. There is still an element of honor that is due. And notice it's due. In other words, God expects us to uh, give this honor. And so if something's valuable, how does honor look? It actually is an attitude that we have that is expressed in actions. Are you with me? If I honor somebody and value them, then I'm going to act the way that is appropriate with them or in this case with God. And notice the very next verse says this, owe no one anything. In other words, pay your bills. Don't, don't hide stuff. Oh, don't owe anybody anything. That, that's a God command. Taxes, customs, anything. And, he, and he's talking about paying what is due. And you know what's so interesting? He just got done saying one of the things that is due is honor. And then he goes on to say, owe no one anything except for to love them. In other words, you can never pay that off. You're always going to owe people love. Always going to have to extend forgiveness. Always going to have to be merciful. That's something you're just going to have to keep giving and keep giving. But once you pay your taxes, praise God, we're free till next year. 
Did everybody pay their taxes this year? I mean, people are getting quiet. Once we pay the custom to go down a highway or a certain fee, we're free from that until we take that highway again. So we don't owe that. But one highway we all have to travel down and that we're going to owe is the highway of love in the kingdom. And that means we're going to constantly going to have to be giving love. But right in the middle, give honor to whom honor is due. In other words, find out the value and act according to the value. How many would agree uh, your eternal destination is huge? Heaven or hell, huge. Maybe nothing bigger. I mean, if you think about it from the standpoint of forever and ever and ever, then people's eternal destiny is huge. And if there's only one way that a person can secure their destiny, then you would think whatever that way is, it's the highest value. So then that way must have the greatest honor. And then here's the other thought. What if some other ways are false in saying, well, you could do what you want, you can live any way you want to, and you'll be okay for eternity, uh, then that's false honor to honor that. Because why? It would be entrapping. It, 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 it could damage a person forever because they uh, valued something they shouldn't have valued. And when they valued something and they put a price on it that was real high, they, they put honor to it. And, and then when they honored that, they acted respectful toward it. And then they said, every way is a way to heaven. And how many of you know that? That's dangerous. So honor is a huge thing. And if we're to give honor, we're going to look at this from a standpoint, uh, maybe we won't touch on this again in this series, but we're going to talk about how true honor, knowing the true value of something, opens your heart. When we know it, and we act. If we don't, we close ourselves. And I found this in my study of the Word of God and from hearing people talk, that the way God works primarily in the earth is through human beings. It is the primary way. In other words, people don't get saved unless you and I cooperate and reach people and share. And um, it's just God's design. But the other side to that is then kingdom business and this stuff here and just things in the world operate on the same system where God is trying to move through people. You know, Jesus, if you read the miracles he performed one time, most people love this. He multiplied loaves and fish. I mean, they just got fish and chips all day long. Eat as much as you want. But in the story, it is a is a story of honor. Because Jesus just didn't give fish and chips to everybody who was there, though he wanted to. But it took honor to open themselves up to get it. And you know how that honor happened? It happened based on the individual's attitude toward his disciples. 
Not toward Jesus. Boy, it got quiet. Maybe we should have more fans running or something. And, and see, some people overlook this and don't realize that honor is a huge thing. How we value, I can treat them any way I want to treat them and it doesn't matter. But Jesus communicated with his disciples and he said, now you go tell the people to sit down. And so the disciples went to the people, not Jesus, and they said, sit down. Oh, this is a Louis Vuitton white outer garment and you want me to sit in the grass and possibly stain this? Who do you think you are to tell me to sit in the grass? Now, if Jesus gives me a command, I'll obey him. But you, pfft. I'm leaning on this tree. When he gives me a command, then I'll do it. Then Jesus said after the people came back, he said, now listen. He prayed and he blessed them and he said, now go take the bread and go give it only to the people who are sitting down. They didn't get a command from Jesus, but they did, but they didn't honor it if they said, well, I'm just standing up. Because he said, now go give it to the people sitting. And then it said they distributed it to them that were sitting. Not to those who were standing. You know, like that little kid when the teacher said, you know, go stand in the corner. And he said, well, all right, I'll do it. But I'm, I'm sitting down on the inside, but I may be standing up on the outside. God looks at that stuff and it affects us. Whether we are open to miracles, open to divine intervention, and we're going to go through some stories because I know you'll be excited about this because if we can learn to honor, because remember, honor is based on an attitude, based on a value that is true from God. You know, if a whole congregation could learn to honor, they could see greater miracles and greater manifestations. If one individual does it, they can. But what does honor look like? It's based on internal, an internal value system. And that value system is going to get challenged in your life all the time. Are you with me? It's going to get challenged. The devil will see to it. God will even see to it to see if you really believe what you said you believed. Didn't he do that? He tried, he tried Abraham. Didn't tempt him. Tested him to see where his honor was. I want to see if you'll obey. He said, give your son. How many people would have said, I value you, Lord, enough to do this? He just asked for some obedience, and Abraham said, I'll do it. I'm going to honor you. I'm going to esteem you higher and believe you're going to help because this is a promise you promised me. Here we go. How often is that? Even King David said, try my heart. And he said, basically, try me like you would try a horse. Pull this way, see if I go. Pull this way, see if I go. Try me. 
challenge me, ask me to do something. That shows honor. Because either I say, you can't tell me what to do. I'm pulling him down and saying, I'm going to do it my way. I'm elevating my own value. Now, I'm not trying to say we should not have personal value. That's one thing I've emphasized, that we do have personal value. This is not a teaching of making us not valuable, but it's properly evaluating things and putting them at a certain place. Have you ever been on a website before? Looked at certain things? I've looked on Costco's website, and I was looking, and I've looked at different things, and some websites will say, like a car one or other things, will say things of this value, like check cars from five to 10,000, 10 to 20,000. 20 to 30,000 and you click on it shows all those cars or a real estate you know don't we do that there too we click on it you know homes from 100 to 200 or do they exist anymore (laughs) maybe that's just blacked out now you know a million to two million I don't know but we do that and how many of you know when we click on it we know the values going up we know that there's more of a woe about it you know, there, there's an honor thing with it. And when it talks about giving honor and looking at things, uh, we evaluate things. God wants us to place things correctly inside of ourselves. He won't do it. I have to know the price of everything I'm looking at. I have to. And if I'm just oblivious to it, I may be owing honor at different times and not giving honor, or giving honor when I shouldn't be giving honor, or giving too much, or not enough. And so that as I grow, one of the things about growth is knowing true value. Giving true value. And true value equals true honor. And this is a good thing because remember the religious people when Jesus came into town? You know, people started throwing their robes down and started palm branches and he comes riding into town and there was a bunch of people, oh yeah, this is so awesome, save now, Hosanna, you know, save now, save now. And others are like, stop them from doing this. What do you mean? And, and then Jesus said, look, if they didn't do it, the rocks would cry out. Even the rock, even the rockheads know that there's honor that just has to cry out. Some of the humans got it, some of the humans didn't. Some saw the value and started acting sacrificially. Others didn't get it, and they're like, what are you doing? Because they saw the honor which has seen the true value, they started acting accordingly, not caring about the other people, the other religious people around them. And and those religious people are like, you guys need to stop them. And then they even said, Jesus, you need to stop them. He said, nah, they know the value. So it's not going to stop. So, are you ready? Placing the correct value 
is important. And like I said, how many of you know you get challenged? Anybody ever been challenged with their walk with God? Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Word of God to help us to navigate those things so we can make adjustments and realize when things are attacking and go, no, this is the true value. I'm going to treat it like that because if I don't and I start adjusting the price, bringing the value, well, you can do anything and it'll just be okay. Are we really honoring God? Well, I could just do whatever I want. God will just, he'll just forgive me. Yeah, he'll forgive you, but there's an issue of honor. And what will happen is your own heart will close. Now, don't take my word for it. Let's look at the word. It's getting real quiet in this Baptist church. Okay, we're not Baptist, but I grew up Baptist, but we were quiet. It's getting quiet in here. Here's the idea about this message. Man, if we truly honor God, it opens us up to tremendous things. Uh, and, and, and honor is determined by the value God places, but that I accept it and act like it. Are you with me? Mark 6 Verse 4 and 5. Now, we read these verses looking at them from a different standpoint. But Mark 6, we're going to look at two uh, sets of verses here. Mark 6, since we're going on a mission trip, Marco. No, no, not Marco Polo. Isn't that how you say Mark in Spanish, Marco? Anyway, but appreciate. We know that we're in Arizona and we got a lot of pools because... Isn't that where you play Marco Polo? Anyway, Mark 6, verse 4. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor. It is a genuine prophet, not a non-prophet acting like a prophet. It is a real prophet is not without honor, or you could say this, not without value, not without esteem or the correct price except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Right there, there's a lot that could be said. That honor can be challenged where you know people naturally. I'll honor you because I don't really know you. We're passing by. Oh, aren't they wonderful? But what about the people you're real close to? The, the, so then this means we're going to have to watch these areas big time because he said this is where honor will be challenged. And, and isn't it interesting, he said, without honor, so you could say uh, people didn't value Jesus where they knew him personally. And, and, but personally, wasn't he the son of God? Yeah, but he didn't even bring that up. But he did have a gift from heaven. He was, among other things, called a prophet. And he went on to say, in other places, a prophet is not without honor in his own, right here, a prophet is not without honor or value except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Verse 5, now he could do no mighty work there. 
Isn't that a powerful verse? Jesus couldn't do miracles there. Didn't say he wouldn't. It said he couldn't. And the reason he couldn't, didn't say he wouldn't, didn't say he didn't attempt, but he couldn't because of a lack of valuing him to the highest place that he was. And because there was a lack of honor, it closed the door for miracles. So that's awesome. And isn't it true when people, when they first give their life to the Lord, often they're super zealous? And isn't it interesting? They see all kinds of whoa, 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 whoa stuff happening. But you'll notice what makes them zealous is their honor, their, they, they have a real sense of the value of the Lord personally. They're willing to do anything, go anywhere. It's just honor, 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 or value, value, value. And they haven't moved the value down. They're like, this is it. The reason value drops is because people go, well, I don't have to listen to that. And then the value clicks down. But we're talking about how to honor and watch and realize, man, God, he's above all. So that's where we rank him. But notice, he could do no mighty work. Turn over here to Matthew 10. Everybody alive and well? Matthew, the 10th chapter. We're talking about honor and how honor opens us up. And now we're going to see a verse completely on the other side. Now, how many of you know the majority of places Jesus went, they didn't really know him personally, but the rumors were spreading, honor was being gained, value was being gained. Often people heard about this Jesus that was coming, that he was not just a mere person walking on the earth, that he was a gift from heaven. And when he would come to towns, people were honoring him. People were valuing him. And where he couldn't do a miracle in one place, he did them in the other places, it seems, without hardly any effort. Because of the honor. Notice this in Matthew 10, 41. And what's so cool is we are our own uh, stewards, so to speak. We, we can check our attitude. Or like they used to say, a checkup from the neck up. We can look what's happening between our ears, that the thought process, and we can go value. I'm not going to get this messed up in my head. Great value. Why is it important? See, a prophet came to them, and they knew when a prophet came, you could get healed. God could give a message. They could confer a blessing, all these different things. And uh, what happened was they, they didn't honor him. They quit valuing him. And when they quit valuing him, it cut off what should have been and what God was actually attempting to do. N- not to sound bad, because this is not maybe the way to say it, but it, it really does show something. It was like, Jesus was carrying something for them, and there was a miscarriage. It never came. 
but it was in his intention, but because of the dishonor or devaluing, so what would be the answer? Notice this in Matthew 10, 41. This is so cool. He who receives a prophet, Matthew 10, 41. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet, and see, they didn't receive him as a prophet. They didn't value him there. They looked at him natural, missed the spiritual. He said, receive a prophet in the name of a prophet. In other words, the value behind that gifting, if there is that gift there, and you shall receive a prophet's reward. So, so if they would have received him as a prophet, it wouldn't be one of the only or one of the very few places that miracles, it, it would have been just like a bunch of the other places where miracles were happening. I mean, just, and they were so readily happening, even when there were cynical people that came in, they said, let's catch him on the Sabbath day. We know he's going to heal. But he was going into a place where people honored him. People valued him. See, if they would have gone that day to that place to catch him, they wouldn't have caught him. But, but there were people that were honoring him all over the place, and when they honored him, they were receiving the reward of that heavenly gift on that person. Because remember, I said this, God works through humans. He puts gifts in people. And he puts gifts on Everybody, so to speak, and so we should honor ourselves. Honor, you know, how we act, how we do things. But then there is a, a, a real structure in the kingdom of God of where we're to, to uh, not just honor ourselves and honor lost people, but we're to honor not just the government, because the Bible tells us to do that, or police and things like that, but... Is there a higher rank of spiritual things going on than all those other things? And the answer to that is absolutely yes. And it occurs here and anywhere there is a true body of believers with true uh, people who are called. And, and above all things, if honor is due to these other places, it's due here in this structure. And the structure is not me and everybody else at one other level. God honors us all, but then he is given different gifts, so there is more honor due. Remember we read that last week or the week before, where it says that a minister, who not just a minister, but one who studies and labors in the word and doctrine, is worth double honor. That means double value. And we described why there should be double value to that one. Because of the very fact of what they're studying is for your preservation. And if the word is the thing you're to honor, and this person's studying the word, laboring in the word, then giving the word, then, that, then man, they, they deserve double honor. A double value. Double, double. For those of you who know what in and out is about. 
But if we're uh, recognizing giftings in humans, we honor different ones at different places. Doesn't mean we don't all have value, but realize this, it's not just you're valuing me. See, that's where people miss it. I'm just valuing her. I'm just valuing her. I'm just, no, no. We do value people, but then we value the gift. That is huge. And if we're, if one group honored and one group didn't honor, we want to honor and value and keep our attitude man to a gift. When we recognize his value, that's how we want to look at it. I had heard a story about a minister who's gone to be with the Lord years ago. But one day he was studying in his study and he couldn't get away from something and he just kind of got upset with the Lord and kind of got frustrated. And it wasn't that he was just altogether upset with the Lord, but he was thinking, you got this all wrong. I don't understand this. And, and what had happened was, and this guy was a world prominent minister. And, and this was early on in his ministry. He said, Lord, if, if I'm looking at this thing correctly, um, this is all wrong. And here's how the story went that he was discussing with the Lord. He said, Lord, I have these people in our church and they're committed all the time and they do this and I go over to their house to pray for them to, to be healed. They never get anything. Here I've got this other lady who shows up once or twice a year. I know she lives in sin and I go to her house and every time without fail their kids get healed and almost instantaneously every time where my hand is on their head and you can feel the heat leave their body and they get right up and they're out playing. He said, now if it was up to me, I don't get it. Something is wrong. Because if I was God, I would have healed these people and not these people. I mean, we're like that intelligent, wouldn't we think that? Not you guys. But when I, you know, hear this, I'm thinking, okay. And he said it was like a movie played off in front of him. And he said that both cases, he would get a call at the church to come pray. And um, so one is a deacon. I mean, they're not just sitting there. They're serving. They're leaders. And he said... I, I, he said, I just, all the times he had gone to their house, four or five times, never got anything. But he said, I would go to their house, and he said, I'd knock on the door. They had called me. They knew I was coming. I'd knock on the door, knock on the door, big old heavy wood door, tell my knuckles hurt. And then he said, I'd reach in my pocket, and he said, I saw it. I'd get my pocket knife out and tap on it because my knuckles hurt so bad. Then finally, after a while of pounding on the door, thinking they called me, they know I'm coming, and the wife would open up the door and said, oh, it's you. I don't know why J.R., whatever her husband, calls you. We never get anything. Come on in. And this would happen in various versions, but very similar. And then he said, then all the rest... In, with the other lady, rolled off. He said, I would show up at her house the same way, not uninvited. Back then, they did more visitation stuff. 
And so he said, I, he said, I would pull up and he said, inevitably, he said he watched the three or four times that he was there and the lady would be like halfway down the stairs, you know, the walkway waiting for him. He said he'd get out of the car. She'd say, I'm so glad to see you. Um, and then she would start in like this. I know I'm not much, but I know God's great. I know I'm not much, but I know God loves these kids. And I know if you'll pray for him, God will do something. And he said that every time he went to her house, she would always honor him and respect him and treat him like he was somebody when he came. And the other was like, yeah, whatever. And he said, I would go in there and inevitably the kids would get healed. Well, he said he didn't even think any of that stuff mattered. He thought, well, these people do this and this person is living an immoral life and is never in church. It's good to come to God not with our own value. The Pharisees did that. Well, Lord, I've done all this. And then the other that was not, he said, oh, Lord, I'm a sinner and, and uh, fell on his mercy. And Jesus said the one that was religious didn't get it. So honor really is recognizing the price, not exalting me above a place I should be, being objective about it, and then exalting the Lord. And isn't it interesting, receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, value the gift from God? Ephesians 4.11 said, When Christ descended, he ascended. And then he gave gifts unto men. Then the 11th verse said he gave some to be apostles, some to be pastors, some to be teachers, and so on and so forth. God gave those things. Understand, if God works through individuals, we need to differentiate the difference between the individual and realize if they have a gift, and I can value the gift and treat it a certain way, I will receive. Turn to, turn to Hebrews, the 13th chapter. Hebrews 13. See, because God set things like this up, this is why it's so important to be committed, to be embedded in a church and in a correct one where the word is coming and where there are truths being dispatched. It, because it, it's super valuable, because God uses these methods and he expects us to honor these methods, whether we do or don't. He expects us to give honor to where honor is due. And so, I mean, I've talked to missionaries in India, and I remember this one missionary said we... They had some converts, I believe it was up in the north part of the country of India. And he said, we went there to do some meetings in this remote area. And he said, these meetings were just incredibly powerful. But then he told me how it was when he first got there. He said when, they, when he got there, they had heard he's coming to bring the word of God. They threw rose petals all over the pathway where he was going to walk. 
Now, I'm not asking you to throw rose petals outside my office door or something like that. But it showed up in their action. And then, because they were there, just like Cornelius. They heard a word. They said, go send people. The Lord said, go get him. He'll tell you words by which you and your whole house will be saved. Then he gathered all his family and relatives together. And then when Peter showed up, he, he said, we're all sitting here waiting for you to speak, waiting for you. They, he's so honored, and they all honored uh, at, a, at a high value. Man, there was such a tremendous, powerful time, right? We, we know the story. He's preaching the power of the Spirit falls on him. They all instantly get filled with the Spirit and get saved. Well, what, what made the difference between that and somewhere else? There was a real high honor there, value. Value. Value and honor. Is everybody okay? Okay, let's look at this verse and we'll close right here. Hebrews, the 13th chapter. Hebrews, the 13th chapter. And the 17th verse. Notice this. Obey those who rule over you. And be submissive or be flexible. Now these verses, like any verse, can be abused. But it doesn't negate them. Why would we be submissive or pliable and flexible? Because you see the value, but notice this. For they watch out for your own souls. Why should I value certain giftings? Is there a danger in not honoring? Is there protection in proper honor? And in this case, there is protection in honor or value. And notice this. They watch out for your own souls, your, your own spiritual well-being, which plays out for eternity. They watch out for your, your own souls. As those who must give an account. So notice this. They've been given a gift that they're supposed to dispatch. And it says that we are to be submissive to that. You know, so that it will go, will go well with the minister on the judgment day. But, you know, I wonder if there are some people who get a, you know, this idea. Well, if I just do it wrong, then they'll pay for it. No. No, because let's read on. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. So what would be profitable for you or for me would be to find the correct value of something and treat it like it's valuable. You know, when I got out of Bible school, I... um went to serve in a church. And there weren't a lot of people serving in the church, and so the pastor actually gave me a key to go into this building and vacuum on my own. We had multiple buildings. And I remember I was in there vacuuming, and the devil showed up. Somebody said, what did he look like? He basically had a red suit with a big tail. He had a pitchfork and horns. And he jumped out and said, I'm the devil. I said, I knew I would have spotted you a mile away. Get out of here. And he ran right out the door. No, he didn't show up like that. You ever had him show up like that? 
only on a liverwurst container, right? The little, I'm sorry. And, uh, but people, I wonder if people don't realize when the devil does show up. And we're not magnifying him because God is greater, but how many people like me that day, all of a sudden this thought came in my head, you should quit. Nobody else is cleaning. You're doing this all yourself. I knew that couldn't be God because God dealt with me to help. And I knew that was not God because he was trying to tear it up. And so I just said, I know who you are. I said, get out of here, Satan. And you know, it's wild. My mind quieted down. And I went on vacuuming. Because you think about it. What if I would have quit then? Who would have vacuumed? If I would have listened to those thoughts. God's not going to tell me quit. God's going to tell me go deeper. Amen. So all I'm getting at is this. Be careful about thoughts that challenge honor. Why? Because like God, I'm not like God in the sense I'm not God, but we can be like him in the sense we want the best for people. So when we say that, we say, hey, just like the Lord put these things in here so our hearts could be open to have God do things, and really the underlying thing is can I value and honor him? Can I put a true value? I mean, and there's a lot to this. But the Lord, I believed, helped us today.